0: Hey everybody, Roman here, just jumping in before the show properly begins to talk about a bit of synchronicity that occurred the day we recorded this episode. Now Rhodes and I talk about some of our food experiences and we touch upon the subject of foie gras at the beginning of this episode. Uh, For those that don't know, foie gras is fattened goose and duck liver, which is made by overfeeding uh, said animals. Uh, We do get a little bit more in depth in the podcast, however... Hours after we recorded this week's episode, we read online that New York City will enforce a ban on the selling of foie gras starting in 2022. Now, in the past, the state of California and the city of Chicago have also placed bans which have been lifted, but then also, I think, put into place uh, on the selling of foie gras. Now, you know, many people do consider that force-feeding these animals, overfeeding these animals is a cruel act. And while we do support the uh, proper care for animals we are we are meat eaters uh you know we support the vegan uh, lifestyle vegan uh, diet but we roads and i we do enjoy meat we do enjoy a lot of other foods um now we will probably touch upon this uh ban of foie gras in another episode and go more in depth into the band uh, but just wanted to bring it up just because we talk a little bit about foie gras in this episode now we do this episode goes on to talk about a lot of other things uh all food related so i hope you enjoy this episode if you want to look into this band and some of the uh history behind fogra you can do so online do your own little research and we will come back in a future episode to talk more about it now for the time being enjoy the show Welcome back to Roman and Rhodes seize the day. Oh, what was that beeping sound? Are I have beeping? no idea.
1: It wasn't me. Someone's is beeping. Does everything sound good?
0: It was your recording box, wasn't it? Let me turn Whoa. off my speaker. Let me turn off my phone. And welcome to Roman Road Seize the Day. Welcome to this week's episode. I am your host Roman, and I'm joined as always by the main host Rhodes. I thought we had joint, uh, joint custody We in this do, podcast. but the way you
1: phrased it made it sound like you were... I was just like, I'm the host. Here's someone else. You monster. Ugh, I'm trying to be so,
0: semi-professional. We,
1: we talked about before on the video video episodes, Frog gras, right? Yeah, foie gras. The morality of it. Because if you're not familiar, do you want to talk about the prep?
0: Yeah, foie gras is basically what? goose liver and... Um, this whole thing it's talking about like how ethical it is because they force feed geese to fatten up their liver to make it nice and fatty and tasty. They put a tube
1: in its throat, right? The they way they
0: force feed them is they stick a tube down its throat and just throw food down into what its stomach.
1: Of, do you know what kind of food it is? Is it like a mash or I'm sure it's maybe it's like
0: some corn or something. I don't know. Something with a lot of... Uh,
1: but is it mashed up or dry? It
0: looks like dry food.
1: Ooh, that's painful. Double the reason why it's horrible. But anyway, so, I, so
0: people, well, the one thing people were, were making a fuss about is, you know, us humans, we have a gag reflex. We stick it, stuff goes down our throat. I don't want to be graphic or anything. Yeah. Stuff goes down our throat. We have a gag reflex. Geese don't do that. They breathe through these holes in their tongue. So it doesn't bother them at all. Mm-hmm. They might have some discomfort, but I mean, it's not like choking them. <laughs> It,
1: it, either way, I was very staunchly against it, as I am a, a kind and moral person. And I had Ross recently. Yes, we went to Hot Joy. Oh, uh, cool spot in uh, the Blue Star District or King William area. King William area in Super freaking good! Oh, and so delicious. It's like they they have this bowl of udon noodles, and they're like special kind of soggy noodles, bits of chicken in there, and it's just a top notch noodle rice in general. Ones, right? Yeah. I don't know. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> they looked ricey. But um for like twenty extra bucks or nineteen ninety nine, on top of it, you can add a chunk of frog grass to it. And it is like I'd say maybe like three or so inches around of meat that's like twenty bucks. And it's like I know this is this is gonna be you know what? I've never had it before. It's a little special occasion. The special occasion I, I had I money had to pay for it, it. And I was like, uh you know what I'm gonna try? it. No, I'm gonna try it, I'm gonna try it. Let me try it. So I tried it. Oh my god, it's so richy concentrated ducky goodness of rich nice and fatty unique flavor. And it is still it's still very meaty. It does mm-hmm. if you're thinking liver like oh I don't like the taste of liver, this does not taste like what you would think of as liver. You're thinking of you've probably had beef liver, most likely. Not at all that taste. There's not an ounce of beef beefiness to it or what you think of as the liver taste to it and it might be because it's force-fed that specific food it just it just somehow gets more of that ultra meaty rich texture it's all the flavor that you get of dark meat with all the texture of a beyond well-cooked white meat of like almost a creamy tear to it like it though it doesn't rip it's, apart it's uh, a texture
0: wise i kind of find butter. it similar to pork flavor wise you know, no yeah okay i'd see that yeah a, texture-wise good, a, a good a good chunk of yeah. some pork That some the way fatty it kind of falls
1: very fatty pork the fatty part is good though because mm-hmm. the way it gets cooked up it gives it a nice consistency it's not like something you're gonna have to chew on for freaking ever mm-hmm. it's really easy to get the super fatty parts mixed up with like the part that's more meat And just by adding it to the soup, it flavored the whole fucking thing in the best way. Oh, yeah. Now, I can't afford to have it all the time, but I'm not lying. I'm looking for it raw. I'm going (laughs) to learn how to cook that shit.
0: (laughs) I'll I'll look for some at at Central Market. I will go out uh, next time I'm in the area and I'll look and price it.
1: Oh, I want some. Just get it. I'll pay you back in friendship.
0: In coloring school, the way we've talked about this before on previous podcasts and stuff. I just fried it and, like, seared it in a pan, and well, it was really good. I don't know how they prepared it, though, there at Hot Joy. I really think that's how
1: – from the look of it, that's they how it that looked. Because they had some slight uh, blackening on one side. Mm-hmm. It Just to me, it just looked fried. Like, they dropped it on the hot surface, cooked it a good bit. I'm assuming – just an assumption that they cooked it. What's that French method where you like you just tilt and make it sound fancy? You tilt it so the juices all come to one side and you start throwing the juices back on top of the You're meat. Basting it. Basting it, yeah. They just basted it. Yeah. There's a French word for it that makes it sound <laughs> French fancy. It's like it's just a French word for basting. That's La actually,
0: that's one of the French terms. I'm not familiar Learned. with. Maybe yeah, I'm sure they're but, yeah, man. but uh know. you know what?
1: Okay. If we all like get that meat that's processed and made out of freaking plants yeah more power to it i would happily eat that in the meantime but as long as we are in this society and i am shrugging responsibility for my eating habits i'm gonna shrug goose or goose right it's goose yes goose as well as beef because i know they're mean to um, they're mean to all the animals and i wish they were all free but i'm not gonna stop eating them <sighs> until they yeah, like yeah. plant there alternative there if there's a good plant alternative i think they're building a burger king around here that is ridiculous i'm telling you they're buying they're building it because how much they're promoting that plant-based patty they got
0: the uh, impossible burger exactly impossible patty yeah
1: and i was well, uh, dude i'll see 3 commercials for that burger back to back did well, you like, try it yet the nah.
0: impossible meat i ain't i tried it. it in a burrito at uh, firebirds right firebirds freebirds freebirds, <laughs> freebirds. And within the, within the burrito, it was good because mm-hmm. they added some potatoes to it to mix Anyone. it up. Yeah, it looked like chorizo, so, right? Yeah, it, yeah, it looked like papas con chorizo. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was very meaty. I like meaty. papas con chorizo. Yeah, I, do. I haven't had the, the Impossible <laughs> Burger Patty yet, though. Quick side note,
1: I recently discovered papas con chorizo. And what it's like, my man? How I don't know how
0: I was denied it. How have it. you lived so long here in Texas with Mexican I, friends and haven't no, eaten papas con how chorizo? How often do y'all
1: guys even make chorizo? Think because I've always loved chorizo, but normally when I get chorizo, it's like just give me the the, the chorizo, you know. I like I'll have it just like that, by itself, or usually like chorizo a little bit huevo, like,
0: chorizo and egg. Yeah, okay yeah, that's tr- how
1: i've had it yeah yeah i've had it like that but here's the thing whenever i have it like that the way they've made it for me it was just too damn eggy and it like it brought out more flavor in the egg so if you like egg yeah. have it like that isn't it's good there, for you there's a trick also, to make
0: chorizo con huevo. Well.
1: yeah I, I believe you because it's it's like to make kind good of, chorizo con well. it's, it's gotta be it's one of those things where it's a simple dish but if you don't have the right technique you can definitely screw it up but I am not the biggest fan of refried beans. I do not like beans kind of in general, but oh. chorizo and beans. Oh, man. Oh, oh yeah, God. dude. It's that, just the way to do it. Wait a minute. You don't like refried
0: beans? Only if, there's like monster, Only
1: if there's like Fritos in it because they're gross.
0: Fritos in your refried beans? Yeah. That's Call something I've never it. had. Really? Oh, my God. I see beans, it all the time yeah. in
1: Westerns. Watch uh, some of the Westerns. And if they're having refried beans, it's not corn chip it's not like a tortilla chopped up i swear to god there's corn chips in it maybe not quote-unquote fritos but check it out dig it they're all horrible anyway beans <laughs> are nasty um but beans also too you gotta delicious. have a good quality tortilla because a lot of people make it real greasy if you're gonna buy it off the shelf i highly recommend you go for i don't remember what it's called but it's in a yellow pack and it's sold by like several small links most people buy it in that little tube style there's- one and it's just more grease and they don't degrease it right, buy that neon bright red one. That's the best one to go.
0: You can simply make uh, chorizo from scratch. Oh. You just really need some good pork meat. I don't know what part of the pork they use, but it's all in the seasonings. Yeah,
1: that's, and there's the thing. As you say it's all in the seasonings, but to some people, they don't get the fucking message, and they're like, oh, I could throw <laughs> it. I could just throw it down. I'm a good cook. You f- you're not. It does require some skill and technique. The same way... The same way some people can't boil an egg, it's this real simple step. But if you're there's little things, salting the water, actually watching that shit, making sure you don't put too many eggs in there, making sure there's not too much water in there, it's a simple. Sa- it's one of those things where it's real easy to explain it, but when you get down to it, if somebody's not good at it, they they ain't gonna do very it.
0: Very right. true. Well, it's with a lot of things, but yeah, I mean, to be anybody can be a good cook. You just need to know the technique.
1: I mean, there is technique be- to everything. There's technique to tea.
0: Yes. Yeah, people yeah. don't
1: know they don't do their
0: tea right. Different teas need to be steeped at different temperatures. Yeah, and then there's and two different if, lengths. If
1: you're making it at home too, and you don't have like sometimes you're especially in South Texas, you got hard water. Yeah, you got to mm-hmm. boil that shit a good a little bit before you add the mm-hmm. before, let it settle. Boom, boil it again, or just do sun tea. Sun tea is always damn good. Mm-hmm. It always gets it just right.
0: <laughs> speaking of boiled egg, actually, I've I've gone to uh, now I just uh, steam the eggs because I fi- find it's much consistent. Uh, oh, wait, you were telling me about that. Yeah, like you yeah, easier technique and unlocked it. Yeah, just bring some water to boil. Yeah. If you have like a metal colander, that's like a bowl with holes in it. A bowl with holes in it, or you could drill. You can make one at home. You know, uh, at home. Don't, don't encourage your...
1: people to do more <laughs> things that they can't. They can't boil an egg. They're not going to be able to make a colander.
0: Buy a colander. Bring some water to boil. Put your eggs in the colander. Put it over the pot. Cover the pot. Let it steam for 15 minutes. Be careful when you remove the eggs because I've burned myself several times yeah you knew it (laughs) was steaming
1: hot it's like did you not you forgot the technique what's that technique (sighs) open the hot thing away from you
0: it was a yeah i burned myself pretty badly and it was just a simple one of those one of those bad mistakes you always
1: hurt yourself doing the simple things not you specifically roman but like everybody
0: i'm very clumsy i admit
1: everybody does whenever you're doing anything simple because you're not thinking about it you've done Mm -hmm. it so many times your mind's somewhere else and then boom Carbon monoxide poison. Do you
0: know how many horror stories I've shared with other cooks about kitchen, like kitchen horror stories of people hurting themselves? Is it five? More than five. You want to so share one? So many fingers are being Ooh. cut off. I don't know if you want to get uh, into that. Cringe. If you know what a roboku is, one.
1: What? <laughs> oh, was that those things where you like slicers?
0: No, it's a food processor. What? Like a like a uh, extra strength, not extra strength, industrial food food processor, commercial food processor. Tell me about it. Uh, so one cook shared that one other girl was throwing vegetables in there, but she she reached in what oh you're not supposed what? to. Oh, Snip, snip. Her fingers gone. Mm-hmm. Jeez, you need those to point at people, mm-hmm. idiot. So yeah, oh. also also without with goes along with having skill in the kitchen. You need to be safe, and you need to know how to be safe in the kitchen because you can injure yourself very easily. You know what I didn't know when I learned today? I, for
1: some reason, thought that every bit of raw chicken had salmonella in it. They talk about, <clears throat> you don't cook chicken right, you're going to get salmonella. There's but a it, possibility. That I salmone. didn't know that. Yeah. That explains why I've eaten it so undercooked so many times and not gotten sick. It's like, you know what? You're playing a little bit of roulette, but I'm going to tell you right now, it's damn good if you win. Oh, uh, How
0: can people eat undercooked chicken? That is Because disgusting. it is damn good.
1: I did it right. I, I, I had medium rare chicken and I did it right. I cooked it to perfection. And I uh, skipped the salmonella. I cooked it just enough to kill that salmonella, and it was just that much more chickeny, delicious flavor. Have you ever had a medium? Have you ever had a rare mm, steak? Would you eat rare steak?
0: Rare steak, yeah, I've had before.
1: This is good. I can prefer rare pork, medium
0: rare.
1: Rare pork? That's another one. No, it's a risky. there's it's, ringworms in pork. There's a r- chance of it. Take I'm pork. just saying. I'm saying there's a chance of it. And you know what else there are? There's anti parasitical drugs.
0: There are, but I don't want to... You don't want to risk it. Go, I don't and I risk, did, and I've lived
1: a life by eating undercooked nasty foods and it's good i've had sushi and it's like i used to hate sushi but you know what it's good now sushi i can't argue with you just i love sushi it's it's a psychological block you're telling yourself it's disgusting because you won't you allow yourself to have it and you don't want to convince yourself that you're missing out that's what i used to do for the longest time Mm -hmm. i tell myself everything else that i don't eat i don't eat it because it's not good tasting to me and I was wrong. I started trying it and it's like, oh, this is terrible. But I think about it more as like that. I started craving the flavors that I'd had a little bit of, but not finished the whole meal on because well, I don't order. I like I'll share off someone's plate whenever I'm trying something new. Because they'll like, no, 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 you gotta try it. So freaking annoying. But sure enough, there I was. That's how I ate boiled uh what is it? I used to hate all eggs, especially deviled eggs, and then for a good oh. while, deviled eggs were my favorite because I tried it once, and then I saw it in a cartoon, and the cartoon guy loved it. And eventually, it's like I love that texture, I love that flavor, but I could still only probably have like mm. two or five because uh, it's so eggy. I, I've I've overdone it with
0: uh, double eggs. I didn't like deviled eggs until I made some myself. Did it right, and I got it. Yeah, like, it was so good. Do it right. Or you know, mix in some uh, get some boiled eggs, take out the yolks, uh, mix it in with some avocado and some like crushed red pepper and salt and pepper maybe some onions some garlic just like that mm-hmm. and scoop that back into the whites. Oh, <gasps> that's a good breakfast right there that sounds
1: damn tasty yeah, man. it is damn tasty some of that you, you have you i'm assuming you make that at work yeah i make it because right? you got avocados galore exactly Hell yeah some good good there man i ain't even complaining there's this thing i saw i want to try and apparently you could buy it like that for some reason when i looked it up online um It showed that they were selling it at Target. It's a soy-based kind of brick of, like... Basically, it's soy soy soybeans mashed up, kind of like a tofu. But I guess they wrap it and let it ferment in a leaf from a banana plant or something else. This sounds very familiar. It almost looks like a white meatloaf chunk. Mm -hmm. But apparently, it's texturally very close to meat. And if you uh, season it properly with... uh, Certain I forgot what the specific ingredients. It gives a very meaty taste, and I'm assuming it was designed probably. Or it's really it's I think it's uh, from Malaysia, Indonesia, one of there where they have a lot of Buddhists, and you know they they got really good with flavoring things to taste like meat that mm-hmm. aren't meat because they craved it so. A lot of using certain types of mushrooms, um, and certain roots. There's a lot of roots that you can mix with it that'll give it that meaty taste, and even fishy even sometimes if you want the fish taste like if you are you know you want to eat a little less meat it might be a little bit more work but honestly if you just google stuff man there's so many things available to you that you could find all the flavors you're looking for and new shit it's fucking out there you got to reach you lazy bitches
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah you got to do some some uh some searching for some food it's
1: delicious there's good things out there man there's so many good things out there that people never try because they're stupid
0: and stuff. So. Lately, I've been wanting to uh, try some more, some, a lot newer um, uh, vegan recipes because, like, I eat a lot of meat. And I, and like we said earlier, you know, I, I don't think you. I'm going to cut out meat entirely from my from my it's diet. Hard. But I, there's some some things that I see that are vegan and they just look so appetizing. Some things, man. Sometimes they put some stuff out there and you're like,
1: how? How is this not part of my daily life? Yeah, yeah.
0: So like we make we make this like vegan sandwich that has hummus and grilled onions and cucumber and roasted red peppers and avocado and like it, that's a it's, scrumptious. It's, uh, every time I make one of those, I'm like I'm gonna I need to I need to make one for myself, but I never do.
1: Why don't you? Wait. I don't know. I should. No, for real. Like, can I order one and I'll give you money now. You make it and then we'll just have some to ourselves. Sure, that's all you
0: We could just buy the stuff and probably make a few more sandwiches cheaper than just making one. let do making it. One, for real, man. I mean, yeah. those aren't hard ingredients. No, it's They're real common. simple They're ingredients. Yeah.
1: it just sounds delicious and filling,
0: and really, the only thing that you would need to prep tempa,
1: it's what it's called T E M P E H. I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even risotto, man. Like it sounds fancy. It's just like a special type of rice. It's the you way you everyone. cook the and rice, and the way you cook, you gotta. Sogify it, and it's made with th- like that. Now that herbs. takes
0: that takes some skill to make some good risotto. It takes. You know it's to make some great risotto. I'm gonna say, yeah, it, but I don't know. I'm planning you know to make. Some. I'm planning to make. My mom knows. She knows Italian cooking. Well, you, what, what you do is like you only add so. You know how you when you make rice, you have to add so much uh, liquid in there, so it CC. cooks properly. It doesn't dry mm-hmm. out. But you also, you don't want to mush it. Mushy. I've heard this before. With the risotto, yes, you add small amounts of liquid at a time, and you have to keep adding it like right before the other liquid evaporates so that it does get really soft and mushy. And it's all in the technique because you could easily burn it, I easily mean, yeah. dry it out and then easily just not cook it enough. Um, but that's one thing that I was taught in culinary school and I did not master that. Because, really? Yeah. That's the one did thing. Did you I even s- get it decent? <sighs> yeah. I mean, I could make you a decent risotto, but it's not gonna, I would need to practice to get a like 100%. Well, you I mean, know. it's rice. You got time to, you can practice. Dinner. It is rice, rice, yeah. rice. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is Tempa. And it looks kind of like a brick of tapioca. Honestly, a tapioca pudding almost. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, it's good. It looks good to me. I'll, I'll freaking try it. I saw like a pack of it's like for 10 bucks. <coughs> Do you want to
0: bring back the uh, snack of the week kind of thing? do something to the podcast
1: yeah man we we did it wrong the first time we did do it wrong we don't need to eat it on there we just need to eat it enjoy it let's talk about it because we ain't gonna record it with the camera we might record it with the camera either way it's fucking, yeah, yeah yeah man let's let's do, do it. some mukbang we'll do it we won't call it the thing of the week because we have trouble with we have commitment <laughs> issues in everything we fucking do <laughs> I'm, talking I'm trying to, to get better at that. I'm talking to this girl right now, and I kind of want to say, like, hey, just so you know, this is going nowhere. I'm all, I'm, Oh, oh, it's so sad. It's not because of me, it's because of my personality traits.
0: <laughs> it's because I got to put time into this podcast. Hello, hello, <laughs> Miss Lady, if you're listening to I us. I did tell her, shout out to I you. I said, I'm not going
1: to be able to hang out today. I'm doing my podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go have fun, and we're going to do thing. we're going to eat Frito Pie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Frito pie. I Never love that like, Thank you.
0: Like, uh, you have no qualms about going out and eating Frito pie like it's the sinniest of sins and you don't care. It is.
1: It is. Uh, I found a book that revealed to me that, uh, in fact, we are being judged very harshly for all of our sins. It's the original Bible. It says, there's no forgiveness. Do what, things right. What do you mean the original Bible? It's your Bible before the Bible. Have you heard about that one? No. It's the Bible. It's, it's Bible, you know, point... <laughs> it was before they made it before the thing in galilee or galilee oh wait the council of on? nicene dude yes yeah you thought i'm not talking about things that are oh real. No,
0: no no i was i was no no i was thinking of like before the old testament like yeah before judaism no no no
1: this is like before this is like the original edition you mean the original draft the original drafts okay even and mm-hmm. it's like oh they added a lot of stuff they rearrange things and they're like, you know what? We should tell people that uh, it was like, you know, how it's that's all why Old they Testament? had all those counsels. So exactly. To make sure they that's all that's hard. Right that's why now. he gets so hardcore. And then he's all gentle. They added all the nice stuff. It turns out that is like, you know, I'm really not happy with shrimp. I didn't like that creation. Never touch it ever. So as soon as you had shrimp, just you might as well just go kick a baby because uh, you're going straight to hell.
0: That's what it said. I'm sure that's exactly Wow, well, obviously. it said it with a
1: lot of yees and thous, but does that make you feel better? Ye's and thous? That's the old English. That's not Aramaic.
0: Well, or I didn't read Greek. it in the freaking Aramaic. My gosh. And Jesus said, Ye shall not uh, covet thy neighbor's <laughs> in wife. In Texas,
1: he might. <laughs> it was like, Yee thou hast covered thy neighbor's wife, rideth thine boot straight to hell, forgiveth not. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah that, that's how Jesus spoke. Of course, he did.
1: Yeah, man. You ever think about that? Like, like no one ever. What do you think, mean? Th- think about What do you mean? Like, what Jesus really talked like? Like his. Case, like, was he chill? Was he more like amped up? Like, what was his way of talking?
0: I think. Uh, I mean, he was good at it for sure. Yeah, uh, he, he's, I, I would take like any of the, um, like, um, uh, motivational speakers. You know, the ones who are kind of intense, but kind of yeah. like loving and you know like i, I kind couldn't see him as like that i mean i
1: feel like there's a lot of eye contact you know like where he'd go on a bit and he'd be talking to you like he i, I bet you he was that type where you know whenever you're talking to a crowd yeah and you can kind of pick someone out that's really getting it yeah. i felt like he was real good at narrowing in on that per- person and at the same time whenever there was somebody who was kind of drifting off he'd find that person's attention i felt like he he was great a great crowd speaker well, i mean we know he was yeah. There's empirical proof that this guy when he talked people listened. People listened. We're, we're pretty confident about that. That that's not up for discussion. So why are we talking about it?
0: I don't know why we're we talking about Jesus now. We went from Have food you, to Jesus.
1: Well, we can talk about food from Jesus time.
0: You want to? Yeah, why well, not?
1: fish and bread? Well, but it, they had seasonings too, right?
0: Yeah, of course yeah, they man. did. Man, they had like oh, from
1: like that region. There's a whole bunch of things where they talk about food, mm-hmm. not just the rules, but I mean, whenever they're talking about how great things are, they usually talk about, you know, they'll add this it's something spiced wine Mm -hmm. and uh dipped in honey and things with dried herbs and yeah
0: yeah. oh you know what i would you know what wine from from that time that's one thing i'd be very interested in seeing if there's people who could recreate wine from jesus time that's something i would like to taste there has to be and here's the thing too there is that part in the
1: bible where they talk about whenever he does the thing where he makes extra wine at that wedding yes
0: he turns the water into wine. Yeah.
1: oh yeah don't spoil it for people let them read the book anyway so he makes the uh, they run out of wine and it's like the party's still going on and uh-huh. he's like thou shall be more obviously way cooler than that and then there was more wine but the host of it or somebody at the party says well it is a party right it's a wedding wedding well wedding party and um they talk they they mention normally at a, uh, a wedding people bring out the high quality wine first and then later in the day they bring out the weak stuff
0: because you're too sloshed to realize the exactly. quality exactly and
1: yeah. then he says but you have done it reverse he said this is the best wine so my thought is not only do they have wine they clearly had different calibers of it mm-hmm. and it was oh, common yeah. enoughly understood that there was like there's there's good stuff and then there's some shelf stuff and apparently jesus brought out the the top notch now they're not going to be able to recreate that one but oh I, no i don't expect that it was to recreate so that good. one. i'm just saying he ruined everybody's everybody there's taste for wine after that people were walking around being like who who delivered that wine to the party of you know Azekas and you know baumalathus whatever biblical name oh yeah, yeah i did and drink let me have some no this tastes like the stuff from earlier in the night the stuff later is like i'm the one who delivered all the wine It just See, ruined them like you want wine or water today he's like i'd rather catch a parasite uh, from the water we got because that wine was top its shelf and nothing else will compare
0: so you're saying that our lord savior jesus christ brought the 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 standard wine just to not. a whole new level yeah
1: i mean i i don't feel I, I feel like that's an accurate description do you not think that no, no seriously. Yeah. i mean
0: that's that's if nothing else it would have been like thought. the best
1: possibility of like this being some really good stuff I mean, it, if nothing else, it was probably just, I'm assuming, the cleanest. And that's probably what he was tasting. There's less mm. particles in it. Mm-hmm. If he made it to the top ability of what a grape could be without it being super naturally good, it was probably just very cleanly made, good juice, a lot less sediment in it, and it wasn't made by people stepping on it. You know that's how I made wine, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like, exactly. you know what I'm tasting here? Not feet. <laughs> Not feet. I think. <sighs> That fish though man it wasn't just the f- well this whole thing about wild caught fish versus um like uh the fish in hatcheries you know that yeah the wild farm fish, fish farm fish yeah the yeah. wild fish have a better fat to meat ratio yeah because they get to exercise oh, longer and like they go through a taste it's all of the fish. diet yeah, too. yeah the diet too i've had even uh what is it Whenever somebody's, like, come from the coast and they're cooking up some fish on the grill, Mm -hmm. even when I hated fish, it's like, mm, unless you're really fucking it up, it tastes – it just has a whole different – it smells cleaner is what it is to me. Yes. And I'm thinking what it is, and probably I'm just, you know, tasting stuff from the hatchery. It's probably just they're too close to the coast, the water. They're just swimming in each other's sewer stuff. The same reason that it tastes better to eat a pig that's been caught versus uh, one that's been, like, living in a farm. Same Mm -hmm. thing with a bull. You eat, like, a Mm free-range one. You could – taste something different there's there's it's lived a life you're tasting its joy and happiness i think
0: oh my god that's <laughs> you're tasting right. it's joy and happiness yeah man that like just blew my mind right there and i like i don't know how to feel about that because it's kind
1: of accurate a happy a happy meal includes a happy animal if it died suffering you're tasting some of that sometimes it tastes delicious like with the case of that uh frog ross <laughs> your pain was worth it Mmm.
0: Well, I don't know how much pain those geese were and they were probably having the time of their lives running around being all little fatties. You know what? Solid point. Uh, I've seen some pigs in captivity
1: and pigs can smile and they can frown. And I've seen yeah. some sad pigs and I've seen some happy pigs. Um, Fun fact, I've seen the farms that they use for the Chipotle, the, the pig farmers. Mm-hmm. There's some happy pigs. They got a mm-hmm. lot of good acreage and they're, the where a lot of them are grown, they're pinned in, but they're pinned in with like woods and stuff. So mm-hmm. he said, you know, sometimes you got to deal with them breaking a leg and you know, you got to resuscitate the take care of that and stuff but for the most part there's like the only mud that they're really in is where they like there's little wet mud pits but they'll walk on grass they'll walk in through woods at least on that one farm
0: which well, is I mean, here because they're living their lives i mean that's that's how animals live their life if Outside. we as humans you know we're we're you know this whole thing is like you got to go out to live your life in order to be happy and depression free and anxiety free Imagine these animals. I mean, yeah, man. they have to live their well, lives. And living their lives is just running around out yeah. in the wilderness.
1: There's a thing where sometimes chickens will peck each other to death. I've like
0: heard if they of this, see, yeah.
1: Yeah, and same thing with some pigs. They said, yeah, if you have them, uh, what is it, and they get like a certain wound, they'll eat each other. But I bet you that's a thing that only happens in when they're captivity. in captivity or if they don't have enough room. I feel like if they're – because I've um, – lived on chicken farms or farms that had a lot of chickens Mm -hmm. and it was like they mostly kept them for their eggs so they mostly just run around all day and then at night they make sure they're all in so foxes and stuff don't get them and that was never a fucking issue they did not pecky they'd get hurt all the freaking time you know uh, goats would step on them and like they would fight each other but even whenever they'd fight each other i'd never seen one i've never seen one get attacked and eaten to death
0: but wasn't there something about like some animals that out in the wild like the mother or the parents will eat their young for stuff and like there's stories uh, like no. that i mean is what that it true?
1: it is no, no here's the thing it's not out in the wild like it's hamsters, always in captivity it's in captivity they said they noticed like oh a hamster will eat its uh young whenever they get startled or if they smell it's like no that's a captivity thing that's the only so any uh, most of the time when animals eat their young that's a uh, observed behavior from captivity and they found that that, yeah that's why it's it, it might to, seem normal but yeah yeah look
0: it up man i have to look into this and get some really? it's some the same thing with stuff. like that whole
1: bs about how there's alpha dogs yeah that actually came from a study and from watching wolves in captivity but whenever you watched animals out in the wild and they see that they're in a pack that's just a family the alpha wolf is the male. The beta wolf is the uh, mother. I want to say so it's the father, mother, and so then the smaller wolves, they're all their kids. And whenever they reach a certain age, they don't get kicked out of the pack. They're just fucking adults and move out and start their own packs. That's what they were observing. I,
0: I remember seeing this thing. I don't know if it's true, but I remember seeing an illustration when they showed a wolf pack, like walking through the woods, and they showed that the uh, elderly or injured wolves were at the front of the line followed by the majority of the wolves and then the alpha wolf or the leader was in the back. Yeah. And they said they only traveled as fast as the oldest or the least healthy wolf mm-hmm. because they f- they were like a family. Exactly. And the, uh, the 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 leader was in the back to ward off any predators yeah, or you know people that yeah. come up behind them to try yeah. to hurt them. I mean, that's I only saw the illustration. That's something I want exactly. to look up see how true that is.
1: Yeah. I believe I know that there's a thing where they they attract certain wolves and they'll see how their patterns overlap and every now and then there's talks about like well they'll see like a giant wolf pack all together that's wolves are territorial but what i believe is happening the same way it happens with a lot of animals is that while they'll be solitary for a certain amount of time whenever it's like a mating season they tend to come together and that's like when people sort of we're not people the the animals will split off and like you know they'll go start off different families but they'll all kind of come together to to meet each other and stuff Mm -hmm. and it at first it sounds kind of hippie-ish but then when you think about it that makes so much more genetic sense you know yeah so well, yeah all this negative stuff we're watching we're just all we've done is shown that look prison life is bad (laughs) we should fucking reform it
0: oh isn't that the truth it is i said it no i mean how much of animals too i mean think about it how much of animal behavior do we not know about because we're not seeing them in their natural habitat? A
1: good chunk, for sure. I mean, um, yeah. Well, I mean, just of everything under the ocean, a hundred percent. We oh yeah. We barely get a scratch. The we're still learning new things about whales because we track them so much and because they're freaking huge. Mm-hmm. They're the size of wells, and. Like I said, we, we can't see them, but we are barely learning that whenever because we're getting better with tracking technology and like we're like chipping animals that that they, they behave very differently in nature. That a lot of what we watch and like, oh, man, animals are so cruel to each other. And it's like, yeah, it's because we put them in like a five by five cage and they're used to, ser- you know, going out for miles. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, man. We're not good people.
0: I remember watching some documentary where they had like this little um Sanctuary out in the forest or on the w- on the rainforest, uh, for I think they were orangutans, like this family of orangutans. So they had like this little enc- enclosure that they made like a treehouse yeah. in the rainforest. It's where the where the uh, orangutans could come and like be protected in there. But then they were allowed to just leave and you know yeah. go around. You know, like was it's a kind of home. Yeah. Them. So they put uh, tracking um, collars. On the uh, orangutans to kind of follow them. And, like, they had cameras on them to, you know, just do some testing to, you know, see where they went. What see they, how they Yeah, what they They're did. Their personalities. And right away, like, the uh, orangutan, one of them, he realized that he had it on him. And he actually, like, took it off and, like, threw it away, like, trying to uh, trick the scientists or oh. something so they had to go back into the woods to f- the forest to find Whoa. it and they did find it and they were able to see like he found it and he was just messing with it trying to figure out a way to take it off until he finally took it off Whoa. and then like he, but it was like really weird like he knew it was some
1: a s- way for them to be watched yeah you know what it was man it's like that's that guy who gets abducted by aliens is like i got a chip in me and everybody's like that sounds <laughs> crazy He's like, guys, like, guys I'm <laughs> so, telling you, whenever I, we have these things on our neck, that's how they know how to find us. And they'll say the other orangutans are like, well, how they find us the first time? Because we kept going to the same place that they made. Man, that's, par- that's making me feel weird because I feel like that's there's a hint more truth to that than I'm willing to accept.
0: Think about it, okay? Do you think – I'm sure fish have a way to communicate, right? Yeah, they go blah, 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 blah. What happens when like there's people are like sport fishing and they catch a fish? And then they throw it back into the water do you think it like tells the other people you don't you the other fish
1: Jeff Foxworthy. <laughs> Go back to he your people. That, that you are not ready.
0: <laughs> I know. I stole it from somewhere. I just <laughs> couldn't credit <laughs> you the just, original.
1: He's like, this, this asshole <laughs> correct me on it. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I like your look right now. You're kinda like a Michael Jackson.
0: Uh that, am I supposed to take that as a compliment?
1: I mean you don't ha I mean it was like prime Michael Jackson. He's got like a Roman here is wearing a red hoodie and like the shoulders are kind of extra pointy. I was going for like a, a,
0: like a Coco, Coco look. Oh, Coco yeah. Looking. I haven't seen
1: that movie yet, but I want to. You haven't seen that movie? It looks beautiful.
0: That, it's, one of the be- it's one of the best movies ever made. Really? It's hands Ooh. down. One of the best movies um, ever made. Should I get ready to cry? Yes. Did you have an abuelita? That, yes. Yeah. Oh, God. The abuelita in that I'm movie? Pouting. Already. She reminds you of every abuelita out there. Mm. And that, that's uh in top real lady
1: that you told me about.
0: Yeah, they stole her yeah, there's a whole thing. Look on YouTube for Mama Coco and me- the real Mama Coco in Mexico and they yeah, they they stole yeah. her her, <laughs> her her look. <laughs> not not in, not anything else, but you know, from, from it seems you know, not anything about her family or any personal details, just her physical features.
1: Still, that's you. That's what you look like. You own your face. Cool. Yeah. We're good. Oh, yeah, man. You know, it just goes to show. Food connects to everything. Oh, uh, we need a promo. We got a video coming out. Check it out. Um, If you will like the last episode about our friend. um, Michael Sanders. Yeah, the video should be up. LOKD Design too long yeah lkd dude i still love that logo oh yeah it's really i'm in love with it if you guys would be interested in any merch please contact him through his websites we list all the places on the the video and on the podcast check that out again um we are thinking about releasing some merch if you guys are interested talk to us tell us about it what, what, what should we make what would you like to see we'll, we'll we'll try a couple maybe a few dozen of anything that you know it seems the most popular
0: caps beanies please what not hoodies
1: Gloves. Socks. Yeah, those are things, too. You mm-hmm. know what? Yeah, man. Uh, honestly, I'd, I'd like a design with that LKD. It's got a real skater vibe to it. I dig oh, yeah, it. Yeah. I feel like if I got a black hoodie with like that red imprint of LKD on there, people would be like, oh, dude, I know that band. Like, no, <laughs> you don't, you poser. <laughs> You're just here posing. Um, If you need to get a hold of us, uh, you can contact us through Anchor. Um, Also, yeah. if you want to get a hold, what's our group website again?
0: I mean, the email? Email uh, Roman... Roman and Rhodes, spelled out R-O-M-A-N-A-N-D-R-O-D-E-Z, at gmail.com.
1: Check it out. Thank you for tuning in.
0: Thank you so much. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Uh, Stay fresh, people. We love you.
1: And be worthy to yourselves.
0: Thank you.